Bengals on top and to a lot they in the underdog slot but the fact is they're the champs of the AFC North a playoff berth is what they got ain't had a shot since it was 2015 time to play like they've been here before Jamar Chase you can't ignore that's a grown man thought you could slow him then realized he got his own plan hey Cincinnati we've been repping for the homeland trying to turn our supporters into the Super Bowl hey how you guys doing it's producer and brothers comics welcome to the Who Day Over 40 podcast for long time long suffering Cincinnati Bengals fans who day everybody if you knew what we went through just to get this podcast started today my god you would like subscribe five stars and all of that on the line is big hodge what's happening i mean what's up computers suck technology sucks uh i'm old what whichever way you want to look at that so however you see this or whenever you see this or hear it uh know that it uh it took some effort to get to that particular point today as your video is starting to lag already again so yeah it's already frozen how can you hear me i can hear you i'm not lag. i'm not lagging or anything like that it's a you're about a second off no yeah yeah thanks here we go so we're going to get started here because i have no idea what's going on with my wi-fi on my end of the world so the draft is over over three days, the Bengals make, what, eight picks, seven picks? I think they made eight actual picks in the draft. We brought in some new folks. We're going to go over those picks and see where they fit in uh, to the 2023-2024 Cincinnati Bengals. We got a schedule release coming up in, what, an, uh, next week, actually, and on the May 11th. So we'll get right to it before the computer shuts down the world via the Matrix or some shit like that. Hutch, uh, how much of the draft did you actually watch, minutes-wise? About the first day and checked out after that. Okay. okay. Yeah, I um, I watched all of round one, or I watched most of round one. Before the Bengals picked, I kind of went to bed and just kind of watched it on Twitter. Um, and then the, you know, the tips, the tips, the picks were being tipped online. So, you know, that draft coverage, which is kind of ridiculous for the NFL to be like that. Like, oh, well, we got to do it for this TV version when in actuality, you know, reality is telling, you know, however many people watch the draft online that depicts a solid two to five minutes before it's announced on TV. What do you think? Um, the Internet is faster than television. So, yeah, that's how it works. Yeah, I have to make a show and I get it and all about the buck and I get that, too, but. Yeah. Anyway, all right. So we'll worry about uh, who other teams picked at a different time. The Bengals, uh, you know, as it got closer to shit, it had to be eleven thirty by the time the Bengals were getting up to pick. Many of the players that you know were mocked to the Bengals. Emmanuel Forbes, the cornerback, went way early. Kalaja Kansi went to the Commanders. Uh, Jameer Gibbs, who some people thought would be a late round running back, you know, that they could pick at 28, wound up going 12 to the Lions. The Lions were on crack, picking people way over uh, expected area of mock. Uh, it was just crazy. And then and when it got down, down to it, the Bengals had the opportunity to draft uh, the tight end from Notre Dame. Um, uh, what's his name? Mayor. Not Michael Mayer. And uh, the Bengals pass Cincinnati area sure. native, Northern Kentucky native position of need. Uh, I know in our group chat, we were shocked. Were you shocked that they didn't take him? I was, I was shocked. It did not take him. I thought, 
I was like, eh, I'm afraid, and yeah, I, yeah, I'm surprised, shocked. Yeah, and you know, spoiler alert: he doesn't even go in the first round. He goes like, you know, kind of in the la- mid to late 30s uh, later on. So it wasn't just the Bengals who weren't very high on Michael Mayer. The Bengals select Miles Murphy, um, defensive end from Clemson. Uh, you know, had a uh, overall projected grade well into the teens. The Bengals get him at 28. He comes in, at least according to Lou Amaruno, right into the defensive end rotation. He's only played right defensive end, so that would have him replacing uh, Trey, uh, Hendrickson. Not replacing, but giving, you know, snaps and breathers to Trey Hendrickson snaps, and maybe kicking inside on passing downs into D-tackle with B.J. Hill and Hendrickson and uh, Hubbard, you know, are your defensive tackles there. or Hubbard and Murphy kick in the defensive tackle, and then you get Joseph Osai to rush from the other side. A, a, a definite upgrade and a definite position of need, Hodge. Yeah, that's right. It, it fits. We need it. You can never have enough 270-pound, fast-twitch defensive end. Right, yeah. I mean, his athletic profile is off the charts uh, as you can imagine, uh, the issue becomes is that his production didn't necessarily match what they thought he should have done at Clemson. And that's kind of weird, too, because also, it, no disrespect, but Clemson's academic profile has fallen the last couple of years itself uh, <laughs> in the era of NILs and, and him not and their coach not wanting to use them or adapt to that. Clemson has kind of fallen off a little bit these last couple of years. And also Trevor Lawrence went to the league. But, you know, Clemson, they really never had an opportunity you know, had to struggle in a, a mighty time like they did this past season. The, the AC, the ACC as a whole, as a as a football company, sucks. Um. Right. So yes, I mean, it, Clemson should be running the show in the ACC, and they struggled mightily. Right. So the Bengals pass on their tight end. If you're on YouTube, you can see this version here. We get into the second round. You know they need a cornerback. Still thinking they need a tight end. Uh, at the same time in this watching of this, uh, Goat Killer and I were like, man, would the Bengals make a trade or do something, man? Trade up, do something. It just seemed like they were just waiting on their hands consistently for players to fall to them. And we talked about this on our preview show. There ain't that many – Ain't that there's no starters positions open on this team. Zero. So if that's the case, you don't need eight picks. You just don't. So trade a pick to go get up somebody that's maybe not going to be a starter, but you think is going to provide an immediate impact. And they just refuse to do it, Hutch. It's it's this is this is still the Mike Brown era of management. This is right. This is storing nuts for the wintertime. And it's 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 summertime. You got to produce now. Right. And you see teams that are, you know, contenders. I mean, the Eagles are the definition of go for it. You know, they're moving around. They're getting picked. Getting them you know, later Eagles than they should. The, I mean, that, I would that say the Jets, too. Yeah, the Jets. Well, I mean, the Jets have to go for it because their quarterback is 40. But right. right. So, you know. I mean, the Bengals aren't in that position because they have a younger quarterback and they have a younger team. They have a bunch of defensive players. And so as we get into pick number two, they have a bunch of defensive players that are going to be free agents that are going to be entering into their 30, you know, years. 
And as I've said before, a Bengals and 30 year olds and contracts is like Leonardo DiCaprio and 25 year olds. It's just that's it, man. He checks out and so do the Bengals. So a lot of these dudes are going to be transitioning out over the next year or so. And so this draft is really like a replacement for those folks. And you're hoping that they can get seasoned for a couple of seasons and, and then, you know, step into either starters or support roles based on that. So round number two, cornerback DJ Turner from that school up north. He's five foot 11, Hudge, but he ran like 4.2 something. So he's quick. He's fast. He's not going to need to play uh, because they don't have to. Uh, he shouldn't have to. And he gets to come in and, you know, get going there. What do you think about pick DJ Turner? Uh, I think my my picture says it all. Uh, uh, Burrow well, and Chase. Oh, okay. I can't read it. So you got to, might you know, do for the audio folks as well. Oh, all right. Well, Chase is saying more UM cornerbacks, really? And yeah. Burrow is saying, hey, whatever it takes to get my money. Right. <laughs> well, that's fine. He comes in and now the quarterback, the cornerback room as um, Cheeto will coming back from a knee injury and going into free agency uh, into a free agent season. You know, you have a cornerback that might be able to do something there. You get significantly younger as well. You know, if, if you want to bring back Eli Apple, you could. Uh, so, you know, you have have some options here, but the cornerback room kind of changes a little bit significantly. You bring in DJ Turner. So after round two, everybody said, hey, we need a defensive end and we need a cornerback. Whether you flip those positions first round, second round, you got those two things. The only thing that people were really like, oh, shit, we need a we need a tight end. We need a tight end. We need a tight end. But, but again, both. Uh, Hayden Hurst and CJ Uzama, neither one of them dudes crack 600 yards because they don't really throw to the dang on tight end. So, is it really a need? You, I, I think if if you noticed, or this is what I'm noticing, I think most of the other teams, especially the teams we play in the north, have figured out, you know what, if we play cover two or whatever and keep them three characters in front of us. We, you know, we can, as long as we don't get burnt deep, we can keep, right. we can stay in the game. Right. We're not, we're not scoring 30 points a game on people these days, or it's a struggle to do it, especially against a good team and in our division too. Right. Well, I mean, I, I, again, the, I, I, the Bengals came out and struggled mightily at the start of the season against the cover two. Right. And, you know, the, the ways to beat cover two primarily are be able to run the ball, which the Bengals struggle to do. And, you know, if you're going to do things, it's either over the middle of the field or, you know, being able to swing the ball out of the backfield to your running back and be able to, you know, make somebody miss and make big gains. All right. So that Joe Mixon struggled at that and with that. And so that was the other reason that they were like, man, you need to get a running back who can do those types of things. And we'll come back to that in a little bit, because I still don't think they actually address that particular issue um so when we get into round three i'm thinking well they got to get a tight end everybody's saying this is the deepest tight end draft in the world blah 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 blah. and they take a safety jordan battle out of alabama oh what you just signed (laughs) you you got dax hill last year you got 
Uh, what's the dude designed from the Rams? What's the uh, dude, Cannon Fodder. Yeah. No, Nick Scott designed from the Rams. He came over on a three-year deal, so there are your two starters. Uh, okay, you drafted Tyson Anderson last year. He had the worst hamstring injury ever. He was out for the entire year. Okay, hamstring red shirt, and you know you have him. You have Mike Williams there as well as the safety room. Uh, Brandon, uh, Brandon Johnson is still there. You know, the uh, return specialist and you drafted another safety. I'm like, what the hell? You know, but he's captain, strong character guy. This is what the Bengals look for. Played at a big school, played in big games. You know, uh, he's the third captain on Alabama Hutch and the other two captains, uh, were, went picks one and three in the draft. So obviously, uh, he's got something in regards to his, Leadership character of leadership abilities. The one, if this was, well, I mean, that that's great. I hope it works out. Uh, Yeah, I hope it works out. Right. Was that pick surprising, knowing that you needed a running back fuck or a yes. tight end or an offensive lineman or anything like that? To quote Shakespeare, fuck yes. Hold on, but uh, uh, I'm getting an update. Go, go ahead and say it. On Twitter, they were saying like Paul Denner posted on Twitter that uh, that Jordan Battle or whatever his, his name is was the Bengals' top-rated safety. Like they they thought he was the best one in the in the draft. Okay, so that that's why they they took him when they had him. All right, so they're saying that the Bengals said that he was their top-rated safety, and that's why they took him there. Again, his relative athletic score is not great, but his all all his other intangibles are pretty good. And, you know, that's – look, Dax Hill has not played a starting snap at safety. Nick Scott, you know, I mean, you know what you got, but you don't really. So you're bringing in somebody who's played safety at a high level, at, at a high school for a lot of years, like, you know, competition. If somebody gets hurt, you have somebody that can come in and play. Like, you know, this draft has definitely increased the depth for the Bengals, except on the offensive line, which we'll get to here momentarily. So, yeah, that was pick three. That was the first two nights. Hodge, I, I'm like you, man. I don't know. Like, I guess. I, I I don't know. Have I listened to every podcast or every uh, – have I been on ESPN trying to fit, see our grade? Yes, I have. Will I be listening tomorrow on ESPN and on Sports Talk? Yes, I will. But we don't know. No one knows until two or three years down the line. So right. that's, I, and, yeah. I, I, yeah, side brother topic. I, I text this to uh, Will Stacks here um, during the course of the draft, and I said something to Goat Killer as well. I'm like, all right, so, if okay, it's a big shift. We've been watching the draft for a very long time. And he used to watch the NBA draft when it meant something, which it doesn't anymore since <laughs> nobody's in college. So back in the day, it used to be like, yeah, you know, hey, this guy's got these intangibles, blah, 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 you know. But they would give you like their weaknesses and what their problems were or whatever. Now the NFL draft, all these niggas is, is pro bowlers and Hall of Famers. They don't say anything critical about them, like at all. Except like for at DJ Stroud. And I don't. Well, CJ but I don't, but not even then, but I don't know if that, where do you think this lies? Is that dictation coming from the league? Like stop running these people down. 
is that coming from a society of like you know you can't be critical that, of, i'll uh, take people? i'll take the second answer for 100 or you know or is it coming from like ESPN or the the analysts who don't want to be wrong, you know, like ah, you know, Tom Brady six round pick, he's gonna struggle, blah blah blah, and then, you know he becomes whatever, you know, it's the old, you know. No, uh, I mean, I'm gonna go with the second answer because the third answer, no, I mean, that's you know, it's it, I mean, it's all a crapshoot actually. It's a it's a big gigantic it crapshoot. So right, I mean, and no one really goes back unless and says. You know, hey, this is what you said about me. I yeah, mean, right. like you know, Aaron Rodgers, he he sat in the green room for forever, and right. I mean, yeah, he had a chip on his shoulder, and but and, and now he's going to be a Hall of Famer. So, right, you know, and people said things. He was uh, aloof, and he was kind of weird, and they well, were right. they, they were right, they were right, yeah. right. So, right. But I'm just saying. Knows, it's just it's just weird now. It's just like, you know, man, this guy, you know, making comps on like six round picks to like, you know, pro bowlers and Hall of Fame. It's like, hold up. Like this dude is a six round pick. He'll be lucky if he makes the freaking practice squad in most cases. But uh, I, I, it's, I know. you know I, what? I it's, you know, I, I there's, tw- there's 32 teams times seven. If you're named, mm-hmm. if you're the last pick, and that's it's a great accomplishment as a football player. And you know what? That's something no one could take away from you. Out of the there's three, there's yeah. five hundred football college football teams, and whatever times fifty five or eighty players. I mean, wow! To be to be oh, picked no, is amazing. Less than a one percent chance. Yeah, right, you have right, less right. than one percent chance of making it. But I'm right. just saying, like it. Ana- analysis should be like, you know, hey, he's slow. Um, he couldn't beat this, you know. Like, I don't want to hear like all the good shit about him because if it was all good, they wouldn't have gotten picked in the seventh round. You know what I'm saying? So I just, were, maybe just they were that's 200, a new, 230 something people a, better than him. I don't know. But no, yeah. that's we, that's we just a, that's know. a that's a they new don't phenomenon. know. It it, it right. It yeah. is the it's it's right. I think a lot it's of a people. New phenomena. Right, it's a new phenomenon. It's. I think it's the analyst and whatever. Like, you know, be a little less critical than you used to be. Mm-hmm. Yes. Don't be as mean. All right. So that was the night one and two. We get into day three. The draft starts about noon on day three. Um, and so the Bengals pick. Uh, pick one hundred and thirty-one wide receiver Charlie Jones out of Purdue. Uh, a, you know, prime uh, at Purdue, primarily an outside receiver, uh, led the FCS in uh, uh, was yards or something, right. a Valentinikov finalist. You know, right. uh, they get him in the fourth round, primarily uh, projects to the slot in the NFL. You know, but has some you know position versatility. You know, of course, they compared him to you know Wes Welker and any other white wide receiver that played in the slot. And you know, who knows again with this? You know, Tyler Boyd going into his contract year as well, being into a third contract and going to be over 30. Bengals kryptonite for that. So, you know, it looks like they draft somebody to you know possibly take over that position who. He has some. Uh, he can return kicks and punts, so he could get a chance to be active on game day. Uh, I, this definitely feels like uh, another one of those white wide receivers' job is in massive trouble 
between Trent Taylor and uh, Trent Irwin. Uh, what do you think about this wide receiver from Purdue? Hey, I'm going to guess that he's pretty smart. Um, I, I yeah, one of those <laughs> one of our veteran wide receivers will be selling car insurance. Yeah, it, it definitely feels that way. Uh, that somebody's going to get cut in that regard. Although I guess you know there are a couple of other wide receivers on this team that don't ever play wide receiver. Uh, was it Stanley Wilson? Uh, Stanley Morgan's. This is Stanley Morgan. Say Stanley Wilson. Uh, uh, what's yeah, that? You know what he played? Yes, that's sorry. Stanley Morgan. What's the other dude that never played? It was it uh, uh, the other? Didn't they, did they didn't cut they him? Cut him I thought, yeah, uh, the other Mike. What's his last name? Mike Thomas. Yeah, the other Mike Thomas. They love him for some reason. That dude sucks. Uh, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, you know, and again, they're going to double down on the wide receivers here. And again, you're going to get to this point where it's just like, wait a second. Uh, for the production that we're getting out of Trenton Irwin or Trenton uh, whatever, we could pay this dude a third of what they're making and stash them on the, you know, on the inactive list every week and see where it goes. You know, like I think that's a real thing that they're trying to, you know, cut these not minimal salaries, but these other salaries just so they can, you know, redirect that Get money to their to, stars. To, uh, to pay the big three, yeah, they're going to have to do some day laboring. And this is this is correct. day labor. This is definitely that. And again, if you look at this draft in that regard, this is what they're doing. You know, they're laying a foundation to have some inexpensive Cheap. talent that's going to Cheap. that's going to get a year or two or but it's going to get a year or two of experience before they're being called on to actually play right. so i mean I, in that regard i don't i think that's smart that, that round is five y'all yeah round five y'all pick 163 the running the running back the Bengals take running back chase brown out of illinois a big 10 draft here hutch that's generally not a winning formula uh well, and here's the weird part. He is a first and second down back. He probably catches the ball just as well as Joe Mixon does. And he also probably blocks as poorly as Joe Mixon does. <laughs> so, huh? Like you were trying to get I, a running back I, that could this... come in on third down and do these things. And you pick somebody that's really more of a replacement for Joe Mixon as opposed to an alternate of Joe Mixon. Can, can I can I get the screen? Oh yeah, hold on. Go ahead. All right. Wait, where's my shit? Come on, man. Be ready. Give me that porn hub. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> I don't see it. Oh, it's getting there, damn it. Where in the Honda? So as Hutch is searching for the link that he's about to show us, um, I just don't know or it just doesn't make any sense to me that they picked somebody that was essentially Joe Mixon, but younger, which means a thing because Joe Mixon got a lot of freaking tread on them tires, man. I mean, or off them tires. It's a he lot. Do. You know, he he's approaching. I think he's going to be 28 in this coming season. So that's a big deal for a running back. We probably right. shouldn't have paid him to begin with, but he was so young and that you know conversation he's been there jack taylor said he's a part of our plans for this year i mean again that could be all yeah, that's what i was pulling up. 
Right. It, yeah, he could be in the he's in the plans, they say. And again, the only way he's in their plans is if he gets cut or pay cut. There's no way they're paying him twelve million dollars. It's not going to happen. And I I think he knows that, too. It's just the how far is the cut? It, it would imagine that they've already agreed to this since he's showing up for uh, the offseason workouts. It's probably already been. And- done they were just and, waiting for the draft and, and, and yes and there's no and there is no market for he, he's like if you put no. him out in the streets right now or if he tried to find a, a trade partner trying to get 12 right. million dollars he ain't got nobody no, of course not no he is a he zeke and and the likes are all uh, like every three, three million to five million dollar running, running back is taking a pay cut or is in the streets Correct. He's a three to five million dollar player at this point, and how they get to that point is how they get to it. But I don't think they drafted his replacement. I think they drafted his backup. Like right, that's what right. they he's did. A, yeah, and this then player, next year could be his replacement. Right. 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 So I like and again now that the draft is over, it wouldn't surprise me if uh you know if that Zeke thing does become a thing. Like that wouldn't surprise me at all. Like, you know, as he becomes their third down back, this Chase dude becomes a dude that sits on the bench and will get his chance if there is an injury. Injury. Like, it, it wouldn't surprise me at all. Right. So, like, yeah, it, it's – it's. But I – It's it, wild. The, the, market, the market sucks, or it was the, he was born in the wrong di- couple of decades. So, yeah, he – right, this sucks. Right. He's a, he was a top 100 player running back. And but the the league chews up running backs now like it ain't shit. Right, correct. So I mean, again, I don't mind the 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 fit. Right, I don't mind the fit. And again, oh my god, we're bringing Joe Mixon back. That is literally not the worst thing that could ever happen. Like at all, you just can't bring him back at the number. It has nothing to do with that. Right, and so you get through freaking five rounds of the draft. The Bengals haven't taken not one offensive lineman, and definitely not a tight end area that we were thinking like, oh, okay, that's a place that they need to address. They already addressed cornerback, which they knew they needed to do. Defensive line, they needed to do. It's like, all right, well, we're getting into the fifth round. You know, there's still a couple of tight ends out there. You know, a couple of them got you know sniped or whatever. The Steelers get the kid from uh, Georgia. Georgia. Uh, you know, of course they did, you know, from uh, Darnell Washington, no, Washington, Darnell. Yeah, Darnell Washington. They get Darnell him. Washington. Like, you know, it's just like, dang. Yeah, it's like, man, you know, the Bengals got to do something. They got to do something. And again, I keep coming back to this. They just don't throw it to tight ends, man. They just don't. So, they, all right. Well, what, what they don't throw do? it to tight ends. They don't throw it to tight ends. Well, there's not enough, there's not enough footballs. For the for the characters you got, right? There's not correct, but that more but than my likely has been. And again, go forward. No, my thought had been is just like, what well, if you could get one of the dynamic tight ends, and you probably would have needed to get to Dalton Kincaid, who came, you know, got picked a few picks before by Buffalo. You would have probably, you know, like okay, that tight end becomes our Tyler Boyd. You know, next year, you know, you get that dynamic tight end that can, you know, rule the middle of the field, a la Mark Andrews or something like that. And then you're good, you know, and then Tyler Boyd leaves and you have somebody that can still, you know, move chains on third downs as the tight end. 
but they just don't see it that way. And I definitely don't think they're seeing bringing Tyler Boyd back at, you know, over 30 in the contract. And so you, you get into the sixth round, they take another wide receiver, Andre Lozifus out of uh, Princeton. So, you know, he's smart. Yeah. And, you know, and as I tell people all the time, as, the school, as a school counselor, Princeton does not offer athletic scholarships. So if he there, it's something. Yeah, you there to learn something. And somebody in your family got some cash. So, okay. Like, his athletic profile is off the charts. He's out of a 10. I think he's a 9 point something. Like, he's fast. He's quick. He can catch everything. Like, I mean, it's that. Okay, bet. Six-round pick probably because level of competition, you know, because he played at Princeton. That's fine. But, again, the back of that wide receiver room, uh, if you're in the back of it, you should be very, very nervous because the seat is super hot at this point. Trent Irwin. It is burning uh, hot. Trent Taylor. If we uh, ever have, if they ever have NFL backup wide receiver Jeopardy, we good. Yeah. Go Killer brings up the point like Tyler Boyd got hurt in the freaking championship game so early. And, you know, that hurt obviously the offense. You know, so you're looking to have some dudes that could fill in if somebody gets hurt. And again, think about it this year. T missed what four games? Jamar missed five. I mean, you know, it happens. You know, mm-hmm. wide receivers get hurt. So you need Players to have somebody hurt. capable. Well, you need to have somebody capable of coming in and getting some snaps for you. You know, you hope for the best and prepare for the worst. And I think this is a part of that for the bank. So uh the Bengals traded with the Chiefs uh in I think it was the fourth round. And they wind up picking up this extra six-round pick. And they wind up taking punter from that school up north, Brad Robbins. Uh, man, it's going to be Ohio State versus Michigan battle I, for the punting job, Hutch. I, so that old adage that seems to haunt Mike or the Bengals and the, the Ohio State University, that they don't like each other, I, I think right. it might still be true. Mm. Wow. I mean, look, this job, look, okay, he had the worst possible time to have the worst possible punt, okay? Yeah. Like, in the championship game, he kicked the ball literally down the middle of the field and short, and yeah. which led to them to being able to get field position, which led to the end of that particular game on a bullshit call, whatever, blah, 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 right. blah, blah. The punt was the start of the ending. Right. Okay. But obviously they weren't happy with him prior to that too. Kevin Huber essentially just aged out of the position. They gave right. him the job. It seemed like it was going okay, but at the near the end of the year, obviously he really messed up. He, and he, he, they he choked lost on his own all kinds of trust time. in him. Right. Yeah, right. like they lost all kinds of trust in him after that kick. So you bring in the punter of the year or whatever, whatever is that worth out of Michigan. Obviously, he's used to kicking in adverse conditions. You know, he's a great <laughs> directional punter according to all of this stuff, which is, I guess, what's which is really what uh, the current kick... I can't remember that damn punter's name for nothing, man. That's why I keep saying the punter uh, from Ohio State. Like, he can't... You know, he has struggles with directional kicks. This guy's supposed mm-hmm. to be good at it. You take a punter in the sixth, no offensive lineman, not a tight end, you take a punter. This worked out great for you in round five, you know, with the kicker. 
you know, with Money Mac, mm -hmm. but it's still drafting a punter. Uh, I okay if y'all say so, but I mean that's really where I'm at. But also two two people from the school up north, Hutch. That's amazing. That that is amazing. Uh, and it's all and it seems they like to draft them after they beat that team or the Ohio State University, yeah, which well, is also been two years. That's not right. Uh, I had, who they draft before it. I, whatever. It's yeah. amazing. Of all the Ohio State's been putting out players left and right, and we don't seem to draft them, Oopa Loopins. It might be a good thing, actually, considering. But I don't know. It's but I, I, it's, this sucks. A ragnoid. A ragnoid. Right. So that's their second six-round pick, and then you get into the seventh round, and they take cornerback DJ Ivy out of uh, the U, University of Michigan. Uh, I mean, wow, University, University, of University of Miami. Uh, yeah, and okay, sure, fine, another cornerback, whatever, blah, 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 blah. So, another, uh, that's your draft. Yeah. No tight ends. Whatever. No tight ends. No okay. offensive linemen at all. Again, we can pull up the the potential unsigned, uh, the undrafted uh, free agents here in a second. Yeah, but. But I mean, damn, yo, like, okay. So they get really young with these eight picks really fast, especially on defense with these eight picks. And the Bengals are really just drafting for depth and injury at this point. I mean, that's basically what it is. You know, it's the hopes that you can get through because your starting whatever are better than a lot of the other starting whatever's to get through, especially because you have that quarterback. And, you know, you, you know, kind of try to get through attrition of the season without losing too many people for too long. And you have some capable backups that are getting some version of experience. But to me, if you go into the season based on what you know, man, only probably four of these dudes are active on game day. Maybe, Maybe. five. Murphy, I'd, Turner. I'd say four. Punter. I'd say Murphy, Turner, the punter. Well, Battle will be act. Battle will be active. No, this Battle will be active, and probably Charlie Jones, probably. But I, I'm I'm not sure 100 percent about the running back, based on how things I, go moving. I forward. hope I hope that that we have an experienced, strong, fast running back that, that can right. block people, or at least, or at least third down something. Yeah, that is an issue on third down for sure. So, but yeah, that's that, y'all. I mean, it's again, I, I don't hate the draft. It was just, I don't know. You know, look, look, this this is what's going. If if we get the trophy on Super Bowl Fifty Eight, and that no, you know what, that's all that matters. That's all right. at this point in my life. All the other, I'm guessing, all the other who they fans over forty and fifty or whatever. We need a trophy before I'm in a wheelchair. Yeah. That's all that that matters. Right. I just seen everything <laughs> else, and that, I want a trophy. Right. I want I want hookers. I want confetti. I want cake. Hey. I want liquor. I want that's what, that's what I want. I want to I want to drive real cake close to Kentucky. Hooker. I want to drive real close to Kentucky, and I want some Kentucky. Uh, officers to stop me on 75 saying, 
hey, you can't go to Cincinnati because the road, the roads are blocked. <laughs> All right. So if you're on YouTube, I'm pulling up the free agent tracker for the Bengals who they've signed um, in free agency. Uh, so I can try to scroll down here as my computer decides to do what it was doing earlier today. Come on, son. Here we go. Maybe not. Nope. Uh, I hate this. I'm ready to scream at. So I scream at StreamYard over their stream because what the heck? I just had it pulled up. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, I did pull up a screen saying the before the draft and after the draft, how many wins are the Bengals supposed to get? We're still at 11 and a half wins in 2023. Yeah, I'll take that. 11 and a half wins. All right. Sorry. All right. All right so if you're on the, um, on YouTube or whatever, you can see here. So they signed uh, Alabama uh, linebacker Jalen Moody, um, a running back from Utah, Calvin Tyler, a guard from the Huskies, Washington Huskies, Jackson Kirkland, another safety from Tulane, a running back from East Tennessee State, and a, leather, and a linebacker from Duke. So at this point, uh, again, the Bengals are like, fuck your tight ends, man. Because just it's amazing that they're like, nah, I know y'all say we need that, but we we fine. We're not doing it. That is that's wild to me, Hutch. Like when you know it's a need, a long term need, then why didn't they address it more in free agency? Like that's like that's the part that like why didn't you just address it in free agency? I don't know. Like, I mean besides herbs. The- yeah. I don't know. You could have found another know. veteran, a one. Yeah, so now it's just Irv Smith and Drew Sample, we who we know sucks. And then I would assume that they'll bring back Mitchell Wilcox, and they're going to be like, "That's it. That's who we're rolling with." That's. I mean, that has to be what it is. Like, hey, I, I, I guess. To me. I, I I swear yeah. to good. I think I think our I think Joe Burrow is running the draft board. But yeah, um, I hope I hope we don't need another right. tight end. I hope the one that we got can block uh, Miles Garrett and whoever else. Think the, 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 right. Well, his issues are staying healthy, not anything else other than staying healthy. So, uh, uh, right. Yeah. Whatever, got all the whatever skills. Takes, can't stay healthy. Right. Right. Okay. All right. So that's it, y'all. So if we go in swinging around AFC North, who cares? Browns had like two, two threes, two fours. They get some people. They do get Dewan Jones, the uh, t- right tackle out of uh, Ohio State University. So we'll get a chance to see if if he's any worth anything. He was almost four hundred pounds. They said before the draft. That's not a good sign. Um, that ain't good at all. No, at all. Um, they're like he's massive. Like yeah, but um, yeah, right. But he's massive. For how many plays? That's a bad thing too. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so there's that. You know, the Ravens always draft well. The Steelers, you know, got some folks as well. You know, I mean, again, all of this really no. comes down to who your quarterback is. It really comes down to who your quarterback is. The Ravens finally signed Jamar. Uh, uh, Jamar. Why am I calling him Jamar? Lamar Jackson. Uh, <laughs> Lamar Jackson. They finally signed him. I don't know why they drug it out as long as they did. It was ridiculous. Uh, um, somebody should be getting fired. Exactly. Uh, so they finally signed him. So he's back. And again, if you rank the quarterbacks in the North, 
it's Burrow, Lamar, Jackson, Deshaun, Booty Jack, or Booty, you know, the Booty Bandit, and and Kenny Pickett. Right. So the Bengals have, you know, it, it becomes it becomes how 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 big is the gap between Joe and Lamar? That's basically it. I, I I'll, I'll I'll give you a a now this might be an unpopular take, but I'll give you this take. Okay, so we've been watching this sport for a long time, and we've seen numerous black quarterbacks play, and you know lightweight cheering for them because we all cheer for the blacks typically. Um, we've seen the best of both of those two quarterbacks. Like the, neither one of them is going to get to some different level that we haven't seen before. Neither one. And with Lamar, he's only going to get less athletic. He's not going to get more athletic. Does that make sense? Like, I was trying to explain this to Goat Killer. Like, eventually, it, it, it always catches up to, like, you know, the athletic quarterback. It just does. I mean, it caught up to him learn, last year. Right. He, uh, to last two years, he's missed, like, 11 games. If he doesn't learn to throw from the pocket, and they're like, oh, well, he's got better wide receivers right now. It doesn't matter if he doesn't trust it, what he sees. He's not going to throw it. He's going to run because he trusts his legs. So if he doesn't get better from that aspect of it, he's not going to become – he's not going to get more athletic at this point in his career. He's going into year five now. I mean, he, he's so, 25? Yes, he's super young. But that's what I'm saying. He's super like, young. Unless it something is, changes. I mean, he's, I mean, actually, he still should be getting uh, – He. I mean, he can still get better – Physically, a little bit, but the league is the league is faster. No. The the league has figured out how to kind of contain him a little bit, a little bit. That's well, what I'm I mean, saying. We'll see. Like he's yeah, yeah. He's not gonna uh, again unless he, again there has to be a change in his game and how he approaches it. You know what I'm saying? Like oh, I'm gonna you know make this commitment to stay in the pocket, go through my progressions and. All those types of things, like that, takes a, a time and commitment and all those types of things. And again, like oh, you know, he's got these two great wide receivers or two good, you know, yeah, uh, you know, he's got a good wide receiver now. And he'd be able to do it when he's got Mark Andrews too. So that's two. But if you don't trust end. it, or if the, or, or he has a great tight end. I, I'm, I know that's why. I'm, that's I mean, oh. most most good quarterbacks, there's a tight end somewhere around there. But yeah. Right. The one we got to worry so about. So if he, if he can't adjust in that regard, then I, I, we've seen it. Like, it's enough to get you. God almighty, we've seen this so many times. It's enough to get you so far as you get into the later in the playoffs. Those teams are better defenses. They can scheme you or whatever and, you know, scheme your weaknesses out. And then, you, you know, you struggle. I mean, he, what is he, one and three in the playoffs? He's two and you know. I mean, he's two and yeah, two and three. Two. I think. Mm. I thought he only won that one playoff game where he had to go take a shit. <laughs> hmm? Um, I think that wasn't was, Lamar. We'll look. We can look it up. Yeah, but he was but do, do you think they're gonna make the playoff this year? Just, just, just the Lamar. The, the, Ravens? the Baltimore Ravens. It depends on how many games he plays. Depends on how many games Lamar plays. If he plays, think, if you I, if you set yeah. the over under on games for ten and a half, and he plays eleven, it's probably going to be shaky. 
the 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 He's CBS NFL like, over unders got the Braves at eight and a half wins this year. That would that sounds about what I would say too. Yep. And they got Pittsburgh at eight and a half. Eight and a half. And they got the yep. Browns. And the Browns they probably got the Browns at eight and a half. No, so everybody's eight and a half except the Bengals. That's interesting. Except the Bengals. That's interesting. Okay. That is. Again, we'll see. So the schedule comes out. But but see, but with with the Steelers and the Ravens, they have organizations and coaches that can can make that can make uh, lasagna out of spaghettios. They can figure out a way to get to the playoff. Right. More. Yeah. But again, you know, I would say that. When it comes down to it, and again, games are close. It's the NFL. Every game, you know, majority of them decided by less than a touchdown. Yep, it's it's you know, it's quarterback. Jackson is one and three in the playoffs. One and three, yeah. So that's fine. Uh, He's got an opportunity, and there's also the hey, how does he react to getting paid? Because that is a thing too, (laughs) and that has nothing to do with black quarterback. That has to do with every player in the league, or how do they react when they get paid? And it ain't ain't um, guaranteed, but there's a lot of upfront money. But but a lot of it's guaranteed. But yeah, yeah. so we'll see. So the schedule comes out on the 11th. Uh, You know, we're gonna set the over under. What would you set the over under that the Bengals open? at Kansas City on Thursday night. It's, the only re- way I say it doesn't happen is that, I guess that would be f- not Fox. That would be ABC or NBC once that mm-hmm. game later in the season. Uh, yeah, I think that's NBC. That's the only way. NBC, okay. Like they're going to want it later because they don't want to give it. The league don't want to give it away so soon. Right. The, the, yeah, the, the, Bengals, uh, the Bengals picked up a whole lot of enemies last year. <laughs> so... I right. mean, not the 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 major three are bad enough, but I think we ain't got no friends in uh, Buffalo no more. If we ever did, mm. Kansas City don't like us. If they ever did, and uh, yeah, um, but I'm saying, yeah, I don't. I think the, I think the league would prefer because I, I, I everything in me tells me that that game is that first Thursday night. But also, there's a portion of me that's like, man, I don't think the league wants to do that because they, it, you know, it's a much more valuable game later. I, I, I have a feeling that Aaron Rodgers will be one of them, they, them Jets and that market. But if they don't play, the, but do the Jets play the Chiefs? The like, Jets, I don't know if they do. I don't think they do either. They, I think, I the, think the, Jets play, the Jets play Pittsburgh. But I'm talking about Thursday night opening game in Kansas City. Oh, right. Opening game, the, you want you want real you want one of the best matchups you can make on a Thursday night to open up the correct. league. Right. But I'm so I'm saying, but do they do they know that with the Bengals and the Chiefs, it's a rivalry. Do you give that away on the first game of the season? I don't think you do. I think you give away you, like you, you want Chiefs, big names like, usually. You do no. They're gonna have to have big names, but I mean, again, you could go, you could go Chiefs Broncos because Russ and that quarter, the coach is coming back. You could go, you could give that spot to the Chargers as well because they're trying to pump that quarterback up. Like you'd have to look. 
look through their schedule here. I, I, I think Aaron Rodgers is one of the big the, the Aaron Rodgers in the Jets. It can't be again. It won't be that. That has to be the Chiefs if they don't play the Jets. It can't be Aaron Rodgers. That they can wait. Or the Chiefs can wait. Uh, the Jets. But, so so can so can the Jets. But we'll see. I, but I don't think it's going to be. Don't I pay, don't, to, to, to answer your question, I don't think it'll be the Bengals and the Chiefs week one on Thursday. That's all I'm saying. But they, if the Chiefs don't play the Jets, they can't give that. They can't have that game. So they don't. So. But I'm right, saying the Jets could play whoever. I'm looking at. I'm looking at schedule. Not on man. Thursday. I'm not looking on Thursday. For their It's not a doubleheader on Thursday. It's just the one game. So it's got to be at. So they play the Broncos at home, the Chargers, the Raiders, Ravens. That could be it. Won't be the Saints. Won't be the Bucks. Uh, yeah. The, the Jets do play the Chiefs. 23-24? Yeah, the Jets do play the Chiefs. Oh, if that's oh a at AFC, that's at AFC East. Yeah. Yeah, so it won't be that because you're you're the Super Bowl champs. You get the home game, so it won't be that. So the um, home team, the home games are the division foes: Denver, the Raiders, the Chargers. But they have a game with the Ravens. I think that might be it. That could be a good game. Yeah, that's a nice yeah I think that's your game. Because none of their other ones, they have a team against the AFC South. TB. Do they play that Jacksonville? That ain't, they that ain't much watch TV. Right. So, um, yeah, I'm thinking. Yeah, I'm thinking it's. Yeah, it's going to be Baltimore. That'd be my guess. It's Baltimore or Cincinnati. They have nobody else that they, they play worthy of that outside of a division opponent. And so, unless it's Denver, and I'm, they're probably afraid to put that shit back on. So, yeah, let's go. Let's, yeah, I'm gonna go with the. I'm gonna go with it's either Bengals or um, it's Bengals or Ravens to open the season. So, wow, that'll be interesting too. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right, man. Exit music, Hutch. I can't do who Like we've done this. We already done. We've who are you? We've already done it. On well, then Metallica. Nothing else matters. Nice. I definitely don't think we've ever let out with Metallica. Well, I don't even know that. No, I, I probably could remember the hymn if I tried. But I don't remember. All right, I will go with Metallica. One of brother Beavis's hate fans. Uh, so, all right, you better find this podcast on SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play. If you go to YouTube, man, good luck with the lag. Uh, it's actually didn't seem that bad, but who knows? Uh, yeah, man. So we'll be back probably when they freaking do this dang on schedule release on the 11th, and then do what everybody does and go through the schedule, and predict wins and losses. We've always done that. We've been, we've been pretty, we've been pretty good the last few years, though. We've been pretty good, except for the year they went to the Super Bowl. You were like, they got to suck coming off the injury or whatever. And Sandman and I were. Yes, Sandman and I were right on top of it. Uh, I had him at a, I think I had him at eleven, and Sandman had him at ten. And then right. the following year, well, we were both pretty close. And you bet on him to get past certain points, so we're we're good. 
I, I, yeah, they, yeah, that was easy money. Well, not, well, yeah, kind of easy money at nine and a half wins. So, yeah. Right. 11 and a half, though, that's a, that's a push. Yeah. That's hard. That's big, yeah. That's hard. I agree. So, hopefully, uh, yeah, we'll get to that point and host two playoff games and get to the Super Bowl. But anyway. All right, y'all. So, as Metallica plays us out, remember, again, find this podcast on all the places that I said before. Uh, and I'm the producer, and I'm signing off. Let's go ahead and sign off. Good night, everybody. All right, we'll see everybody in a couple of weeks. Peace, everybody.